0: Hey, Water Boys!
1: What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Water Boys Podcast. It's Wednesday, and we have a lot of things to talk about today, both NBA and NFL. We know we've been covering the Super Bowl, the big game of the year, last two episodes. Now we're going to talk about. Some NBA as well. And we are joined by, as always, Amon, the crazy guy, and Danny, the quiet guy. Yo. Alright, so we're going to start off with NBA. Danny, I know you gave us your East All-Star starters um, on our second episode. Uh, For those who don't know, uh, Danny said that he'd have uh, Bradley Beal, James Harden, Kevin Durant, Giannis, and Joel Embiid start for the East. Now let's talk about the West. Who you have, Dane?
0: Yo, I so for the West, at our starting point guard, we got Stephen Curry. He has been carrying the heavy load for the Warriors this season. He's been averaging twenty nine point six points, five point four assists, and five uh, no, five point four rebounds and five point nine assists this season. He is the second leading scorer per game behind Bradley Beal right now. He has had some insane games this season. He's dropped, I'm pretty sure, 60, 60 in a game, I'm pretty sure. Uh he he's literally doing everything on the court for the Warriors and it's just And this crazy. was a no brainer. Yeah, it, this is yeah. it's just so obvious. Like he he just makes basketball just makes it so fun to watch. Like it just Agreed. watching him play is just so entertaining. So that's why I, I see mean, him as a striker.
1: I mean, so, right. like... Oh, go ahead, Amon.
2: Uh So, I mean, I've seen a Steph Curry hit shots that I'm, like, how? Like, okay, so, uh, recently, right, I-, I saw a video on Instagram where Steph Curry literally does a step-back contested like double-team three and he hits it and he gets fouled. I was like, this dude's just insane. Like, this year, I think it's been, like, He's been a top five player this year. It's not even close.
1: he's been crazy. I think this year, he's so. always been a top five player in my opinion.
2: Well, yeah, but this year I think it's like it's no brainer. It's not even close. Like top five at least. But he's yeah. just been. Crazy I would this say year.
0: right now he's my fourth for MVP. But I we weren't talking about. We just talked about the top right. three. Uh, so for, for, second, for my second pick we got Luka Doncic he's, he's just amazing, Luka Magic, he's averaging 28 points, uh, nine boards, nine assists, right now his team isn't doing the hottest, but I could see him getting a really good fan vote, because he's really fun to watch, he brings so much energy to the game, and, and like, it's amazing to see what he can do at, like, such a young age, uh, yeah, he's, he's outplaying players, he's outplaying all, all players, all veterans right now, and it's, Seems really hard to stop him. Uh, but his team it's, isn't yeah. just doing the hottest.
1: I watched hmm. one full Luka game, and that was when he was playing the Clippers in uh, the playoffs. And it was it was a Saturday, I believe, and I was watching the entire game. And I was absolutely mesmerized by the way he was playing. When you say Luka Magic, I was like, yeah, that's the perfect word to say for him. Because that was the game where he, he dropped like 42 and hit the game winner. Yeah, that game uh, was straight insane. He's an energizing player, and Knowing that it's his third year in the league, I'm very excited to see what could come. And him being the future of the league is very possible. Who do you have for small forward? I already know it. I already yeah, know yeah. it. I don't even I th- need to ask you. I think,
0: <laughs> I think for small forward, we got to go with uh, Kyle Kuzma. <laughs> <Nah>. What? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just of course, playing. Of course, we got, we got LeBron James. 25.6 wow. points, 8 assists, 8 rebounds. He's just LeBron James. Like, there's no one out. No one else is outvoting him for most uh, All-Star Game votes. He's just one of the. Do you most. think he's gonna be? A...
1: You think he's gonna be a captain again this year? Uh,
0: he's most definitely gonna be a captain this year. Uh, he is gonna be a captain every year, I think, until he retires. Cause it's just pure popular vote. No one, no one
2: matches. Listen.
0: Like I'm uh, <laughs> uh, with pure stats. No one matches his publicity, but from what we saw with the first uh post first like voting, like they showed the mm-hmm. first votes. It's him and Kevin Durant right now as the two captains, and I think that could also be really interesting. And if there yes. was some other way to see Embiid and Jokic, that would also be nice. But I don't think that's happening.
2: But like. Honestly, I think the, the captain should be Jokic and Embiid because I think they've been, the, like, you know it's really close, but they've been the top two or top three MVP, like, conversation. Like, it's literally a, a popular contest. It doesn't matter if the dude's having a better season than LeBron James. It does yeah, not agree on that. During the I, game think, I think the
1: captains sh- like, they should try to make it a rule that the captain should be the top two people leading the MVP ladder. I think that'll be something really interesting to watch. Like, see the uh, the like,
0: only the only issue with that is that people have different MVP ladders and like who's yeah. to say that someone's I not mean. there. And the All-Star, All-Star game is just completely for the fans, so the fans pick who they want to see. And,
2: and also, like, KD, <laughs> I think is pretty well-deserved because this year he's actually been, like, insane. Like, he's been, like, he's basically what he used to be. Surprising, like, I think the injury didn't even sideline him even a little bit. Like he's back to what he used to be, a great scorer. I think Embiid or KD. I think they're both like well deserved to be captains. So I'm not gonna complain either way.
0: Yeah, that's true. Uh, it's Danny, not like some uh, random players coming in and becoming captains. So yeah. So next, uh, next player in the back court, we have. I mean, front court, we have Kawhi Leonard. He's been having some pretty great games this year. He isn't load managing as much, so we could actually see him play. Unlike last year where he would take a break every other game or so. Right now he's averaging yeah. 26, 6, and 5. Uh, I I would normally have AD over Kawhi, but AD hasn't had the greatest start to the season. He's st- still definitely an all-star, but I think Kawhi uh, will get voted in over him and yeah Kawhi also the reigning All-Star game MVP put on a show last year he was he was quite literally a bucket had some clutch <laughs> plays uh with his with his steal on Joel Embiid I'm pretty sure last year so yeah that's why I have Kawhi Leonard in as my number 4 pick
1: now for the center
0: for my center we <clears> have none other than Nikola Jokic my number three pick for MVP right now averaging twenty-seven point five points a game, eleven point five rebounds, and eight point five assists. He's just doing Jokic things, man's play, he's he's a center position playing like a point guard, uh running up and down the floor. He's he's such a fun player to watch as you can see what he can do at his size, doing point guard like things. He's also super funny. And he makes he makes the game really entertaining. So that's why I have him as
1: my center. I agree on the funny part. He is he is a meme for everyone. Yeah. I
2: agree. And also like his passing, I think like throughout all of the NBA, I think he he's like one of the best passers, like regardless of position. Like the passes he makes are just absurd, like through people's legs and crazy things like that. He's just an an elite passer and he has Elite. Uh, he has elite skills, and he's just—he's a, a monster.
1: Yes, he is. So there you have it. Those are Danny's um, West All Star starters. That was kind of tough to say. I don't know why. Um, he has uh-huh. Stephen Curry, Luca, LeBron, Kawhi, and Jokic. I don't see any argument there. Um, I probably—I can see why he put Kawhi. But then, Danny, I want to ask you: Would you put? If you think about it, do you think uh, Christian Wood deserves it over Kawhi or do you think Christian Wood's not there yet?
0: Uh yeah, I don't I do not think Christian Wood is there at the moment. I definitely think he could be a he could be an all star for the West. With how how much he's been playing, I think he's the main guy going for the Rockets the next couple of years. But in the next couple of years I could definitely see him becoming a starter at the big band position. Uh yeah.
1: And he's and he's, it's this cool story to see because, you know, you always like an underdog story. I mean, this guy was playing in the G League uh, a couple of years ago, and now he's the star of a, of a franchise that could likely be contenders um, with a few more parts. Um, so I want to talk about another thing uh, we addressed this last time towards the end of the uh, podcast. Uh, Kyle Lowry, he's been getting a lot of chit-chat about trading. And, you know, I can see where this is coming from because... The Raptors have been holding on to Kyle Lowry for so long. He's such a vital piece of their, you know, um, team. What do you think, Danny? Do you think they should trade him? Because I personally think that, yeah, they should trade him for somebody else. I think, um, I wouldn't say he's underperforming this season. Actually, I would, actually, because um, I'm pulling up his stats right now. Uh... He's averaging seventeen points per game, and I think if you're going to be the star of a team, seventeen points per game is not enough. And this Raptors team, it's just built in a way where you have so many role players, right? And you can correct me if I'm wrong, but that's what that's the way I see it. You have uh, OG Ananova, you have Chris uh, Boucher, you have um, Pascal Siakam. Siakam, right? We he's kind of he had a really good year, um, I believe, two years ago. Now he's slowly uh, regressing again, so I think it's, it it makes complete sense for them to let go of Kyle Lowry and get someone more young, in my opinion, and re-energize this team in a way. What do you think, Danny? Uh,
0: I have I have a different take on the situation. I I do also think that they should trade uh, Kyle Lowry, not because he's underperforming. But because I want to see them build around uh, a future around Fred Van Leet and Pascal Siakam duo. Right now, they're a really solid team all around. I just feel like if you give Fred Van Leet uh, the keys to the offense, uh, I think he can do amazing things. And I feel like that's one of the main reasons they might be wanting to trade uh, uh, Kyle Lowry out. Also, another developing story is he recently put sold. Uh, he put up for sale his house in Toronto. Yep. So yeah, mm-hmm. it, it ain't looking too good for Kyle Kyle Ra- Kyle Lowry right now uh, with the he's future with speak. the Raptors.
1: Yeah, I mean I agree because Fred Brand Lee, If you think about it, he's almost like a younger, better scorer, Kyle Lowry, in my opinion. Man's dropped fifty-four points against the uh, Magic, right? As long as he continues to build his offensive game in um, passing the ball and running the floor, I think then there's no doubt that they would want to trade Kyle Lowry.
2: So, so Danny, where do you think is the best fit for Kyle Lowry to be traded to? Uh, Which team? I have
0: a couple good ones. I could see him going to the Heat. I could see a lot of players going to the Heat right now. I feel like he fits. He has all the help. <laughs> yeah, I feel I feel like he fits the Heat culture, the hustle play. Like he he Kyle Lowry yeah. is a hustler. Like you could see going yeah. off from the All-Star game last year. He was drawing <clears throat> charges in the All-Star game. Like he he's a he's an insane hustle player. He puts his heart on the floor and I feel like that really fits in with what the Heat have built around in their Heat culture. So I think that's a good thing. They could trade uh, give the uh, Raptors maybe like a package of Tyler Hero and maybe uh, Kendrick Nunn. No, that's what Heat fans say, but they definitely should be if they're getting a player like Kyle Lowry, they should definitely be training Tyler Hero. I don't know. I agree. I, agree. I don't know why Heat fans think Tyler Hero is the next Michael Jordan because he definitely <laughs> He can be a great player, but he's not the next coming of Michael Jordan. That's just no, like.
2: And as Tyler Hero hasn't been performing like he's been expected to. Like he's averaging seventeen points a game, and is shooting thirty four percent from three, which is which is actually below the league average. But like he just hasn't hasn't been playing like he's been expected to. Like uh, people are acting like he's gonna drop twenty five points per game, and like eight assists per game. No, like. He's not giving you that until maybe, like, next year or two years down the road.
1: Right, so and, he, think, and he's a young would, player. He's 21 years old.
2: Uh-huh. He's
1: 21 years old. As long, I think the only thing with Tyler Hero is that he just has to work on his shot selection. He's shooting 41% from the field in general. Um, So if he just works on his shot selection, I think he can definitely be a star in the making. But adding on to Danny's potential, like, destination, what I would personally want to see is Kyle Lowry. In the Spurs. I wanted to reunite with uh, DeMar DeRozan, yeah. two had amazing chemistry. And I think with the coaching of uh, Greg Popovich, I think Kyle Lowry, DeMar DeRozan, and Lamarcus Aldridge, they could make a good team. And DeJounte Murray. Yeah, DeJounte Murray can run the, the, the shooting up. guard. Yeah. He's a young point guard who's, um, you know, rising. Yeah, yeah, I can and, see that.
0: And the Spurs right now, they they're struggling. Like they've been on the decline for a while. They I think last season it was their first under 500 season. I'm not sure if it was. That might have been. I think a, it was. I think it might have been the first time they missed the playoffs in a couple of, in a lot of years, but it might have also been their first under 500 season. And right now, they are 5th in the West, but I can see them taking it to the next level with Kyle Lowry and the chemistry between him and
2: so I think if they get Kyle Lowry, right, let's just say they do, right. I think I can see them going up as far as the fifth or the fourth seed, but I can't see them beating out the Jazz, the, the, the Lakers, the Clippers, because they're just elite teams. But I can certainly see them in the top five to seven seed if they get the if they get Kyle Lowry. But without him, they're probably like an eight seed and maybe like a five hundred team.
1: But yeah. Yeah. I I really think that they should trade him. I think they should move on from him, and I think we also should move on to football now. Hey, as, uh, that transition was clean. Not gonna lie. I was. Um. So let's talk about some football. Last time we were talking about potential Carson Wentz trade, and um, we know it's all gonna happen. Uh, we I did I did say that it was gonna happen like sometime very soon, but now like things are getting delayed. Um, Official word is that he's going to get traded or dealed with before March 17th. So mark your calendar, circle it, exit, do whatever you need to do. Because that's the day Carson Wentz is going to be... <laughs> I can only hear Amon scrambling for his calendar. But Amon, I know you have mm-hmm. some more
2: updates for us. Uh, what do you got? <clears throat> okay. So last I've heard is that Bears are growing impatient with the Eagles. Because yep. apparently currently they have an offer on the table for the Eagles, and the Eagles are trying to wait for better offers. You know, um, I think so. Carson. So apparently Carson wants to talk to Jeffrey Lurie, and he told him that he prefers the Colts or the Bears. This so, Frank. Right, right, Frank Reich, Frank and and overall the Colts are just a much better team and for an office than the Bears are. You no, know, like because. They were a yeah. valuable uh, defense. They were a defense and a valuable offense. So mm-hmm. I can I can see why you want to go there. And due to that, um, the trades are like really gonna slow down. And the problem is the Colts are apparently looking into other quarterbacks, like for now, like Kirk Cousins, Deshaun Watson, and they're like kind of asking around what their prices, you know, trade them. And I think. As far as water, what I've heard from Ian Rapport and was analysts, they're saying that yeah. it, it may get delayed to like longer than we than we think of it. Because I think Sunday night, right? They said yeah. it will be, uh, but that he'll be traded by Tuesday. But guess what? It's Wednesday. It's still not traded. So I think uh, they're saying that it'll take a lot longer than expected because the Eagles are trying to find the right the right trade value and they want uh, two first and a player as far as what I've heard and teams they're being stubborn because you know it's Carson Wentz they had a down year last year I understand that but I think if the Eagles really want to get rid of him they gotta take what they have and they're not gonna but I think so I think it was uh, Jeff Lurie the owner of Eagles, he said that he was fine with, you know, uh, bringing Wentz to the the training camp. And he, he said he was fine with it. And well, we don't know how Wentz feels, feels about that, but yeah. Uh,
1: Another thing it, about Wentz well he hasn't been picking up uh, he, uh, Howie's phone. If you guys don't know who Howie is, he's the general manager of the Eagles. So um, he's basically like your, no, I don't think it's the HR guy, but <laughs> Kinda of like your AR guy. Um yeah. but yeah, um he hasn't been picking up his phone. He's been like in zero contact with Howie, which just shows you the like amount of Hate trust him. that the Eagles have broken with Wentz. Um I personally as Eagles fan I do not want to see him go. I think that last year was just a tough year for him. I think it was something he can definitely go get over, right? And um but the thing which I really, like, when it, when Hurts uh, was first drafted, I was like, oh, wait, I'm not happy with this pick because um, Carson Wentz is kind of injury-prone, but, you know, if he gets injured, we have Hurts. But I never expected him to play like this and, you know, just feel defeated at the end of the day. And then, you know, I didn't expect all this. But now with Hurts on board, I don't want... A part of me doesn't want me to. I par, Let me rephrase that. A part of me doesn't want to see Hertz's talent just rotting on the bench, and a part of me doesn't want to see Wentz go. So it's like a lose lose for me. But hmm. I th- I think if they do trade Wentz, which is very likely at this rate, um, I think they should take what they have, like you said, Amon, and just take um the offer that the Bears have given them. Um, so
2: um so uh. You talking about uh, Roseman, uh, I, I so Javier Roseman, right? And I think Wentz feels betrayed by Javier Roseman. And maybe that's why he's not talking to him, because uh, in 2019, right, or 2020, before the draft, apparently Javier uh, Roseman promised Wentz to get him weapons, you know, to get him elite talent. Guess what he did? He drafted Jalen Hurts in the second round, but he could have gone players like Chase Cable or players like Denzel Mims or players like, you know, Michael Pittman Jr. They're all on the board, and Rosamund gets to – decides to get Jalen Hurts or all those players. Yeah, and
1: in the first round, he got him Jalen Rager, and not saying Rager isn't good. He definitely has potential. It's just that when we see what Justin Jefferson did and when it you compare hurts. it to what Jalen Rager I, I, did – Exactly. It definitely hurts. It I thought – when I was watching the draft, I thought they were going to get um, – Jefferson. Either, yeah, I definitely was hoping to get Jefferson – and I was hoping C.D. Lamb would fall all the way down, but, you know, obviously he went to the Cowboys. So a lot of uh, tea brewing with uh, the Eagles, um, and it definitely hurts because it's Wentz, man. You know, you watch him enter the league, and, you know, he's played, like, <sighs> like, four tough years for you, and you've given him the very minimal, and you want to see him leave, it's just tough. And another thing I wanted to say that um, me, me and a mom talked about this um in like a text, but another thing I wanted to say was the amount of hate Wentz is getting is unjust. I don't mm. know that's the right word. And this may this may look as a biased statement, but let me explain why. When we look at the Super Bowl, right, we saw Patrick Mahomes. He was scrambling for his life. He was trying to make throws, and his receivers weren't catching. Everyone was like, oh, good effort, good effort, good effort. Why didn't they do that to Wentz? Wentz, last year, threw for 4,000 yards, 27 touchdowns, and 7 interceptions with no receivers. Literally no receivers. That's more than a 27-year... He really did right?
2: practice squad players, guys. Practice squad players. like His exactly. defense and, was trash. Everything. Lumber were hurt. But yeah. And
1: another thing, another thing was... You know, we see a, a recent report came out about Russell Wilson saying, Oh, I want to leave this team. Or, no, no, he didn't say that, but he's just been getting frustrated because he's been sacked so many times. And I believe he was um, the leading this year in being sacked the most. And Wentz was second, even though Wentz stopped playing like a good amount of the season, uh, with a good amount of the season left. You don't see him complaining out loud. That's the thing about Wentz. He doesn't he he doesn't really complain that much, but you can see it and you can understand what he's going through, right? Like I, mean, I was going, like I was saying, um, last year four thousand yards. That's more than his twenty seventeen year. And when you put in all these factors, it's really unfair for him to be, you know, treated this way and to be like, oh, he's no longer a good quarterback. He wasn't last year, but he was every other year, right?
2: And
1: also, the guys, about, like, like, again, sorry. The, the thing about the NFL is that they all the fans are so tuned in whenever the players doing good, but the moment the player does something bad, they all just jump on him and they all just try to like bring him down, which I think generally is unfair. Like in any like platform, whether it be the NFL, school, work, right? You can't just ride someone when they're doing good and then when they're doing bad, just turn against them, right? Yeah, and I'm talking, they're to all
2: human, people. like. They're human. You gotta remember, they're not robots. It's just playing football.
1: Exactly. exactly. So that's the uh, latest update on the Wentz trade. Um, one more thing I wanted to talk about before we leave was the NFL honors, which happened uh, this off season. Um, I'm just gonna go around the room, and I'm gonna just get a yes or no for the um, award winners. So most valuable players, Danny, you think you, uh, um, Aaron Rodgers deserved it? Yes I do. i on? Yep. Uh offensive player of the year, Derek Henry.
2: Yep. Yep. Yeah, yep. yep.
1: Two thousand rushing yards, I don't see a problem with that. Um Defensive Player of the Year. This one might get tough. What do you guys think?
2: I have to agree. Nah.
1: Yeah, no. I think T J Watt definitely deserved it more.
2: Yes, yeah. I also T.J. Do. Watt, man.
1: J.J. Watt made an astounding... Um... or oh, T.J. Watt did. <laughs> no, J.J. No, J. Watt, he... Uh, if he uh, I think he said it on Twitter or Instagram, I don't remember. Oh, really? Yeah, he said that oh, his brother deserved it more because if oh. you look at stat by stat, T.J. Uh-huh. Watt was, like, leading in most of the categories. Aaron Donald is a brute force. He is someone definitely to be wrecked with, right? But you don't want to do it. And yes, he has been double team, triple team this entire year, but I think T.J. Watt just played a better season. Yeah. Next up, offensive rookie of the year, Justin Herbert.
2: I, I agree. That with was that. close for me. Yeah, that is. That close. was that was close for me. But I think I'll go with yes. Yeah.
1: Yes. I say yes because the quarterback position is the hardest position on the football field, and. On your first year, you throw for a year like that. I mean, 31 touchdowns to 10 interceptions. Mm-hmm. The most passing touchdowns by a rookie ever. I you mean, that's out. just, like, impressive. Yeah, like, a lot of quarterbacks don't throw for 31 um, touchdowns until they like, third right. or fifth year.
2: Yeah.
1: Defensive rookie of the year, Chase Young.
2: Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's not even close for me. I agree.
1: Uh, Danny, what, what do you got?
2: Uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to agree with
1: that. I agree too. He was a a force this year. All right, comeback player of the year, Alex Smith. Yes, of course.
2: Definitely. If he didn't, if he didn't win it, then mm, it's yeah, not be, close.
1: He was just outstanding this year, and just the journey he made um was very impressive. Um, Kevin Stefanski. Coach of the Year.
2: Agreed. Yeah.
1: 100%. I mean, you basically go to a team and revive them. Like, literally give them life from not going to the playoffs and then going to the playoffs. It's just impressive. Um, I don't really know much about Walter Payton Man of the Year, so I can't really make a say on that. I don't know if you guys have anything to say about Walter Payton Man of the Year.
2: Uh, So, the Walter Payton Man of the Year is is a player – I really... no I understand what it is oh, okay I understand it right. what it nice. is yeah yeah
1: <laughs> I still know like exactly what goes into it and um, but Russell Wilson is a nice guy I know that um I've seen some things of him like his charity that he's donating to and his hospitals wow. um, that he visited um, so it's very nice of him uh congratulations Russell I great doubt he's gonna listen to us but <laughs> <laughs> why not? Um, so that was pretty much all the NFL honors um, winners. You know, it was most of them were deserved, not gonna lie. Um, you can be real picky about it, and you can um choose whichever side you want. But on other NFL news, Tyler Heineke, the man, the myth, the legend, um, officially signed a contract with the Washington football team for two years, eight million dollars. If you don't know Tyler Heineke, you should go search him up on YouTube or watch the game against the Bucks. It's truly important exactly and after you see that the bucks won against like how impressively they won against every other team and how they struggled against this washington team it's truly impressive to see the way this man balled out um let me pull it up for you guys so uh the bucks you know they blew out the Saints, 30 to 20 they beat the, Buck, uh, the the packers pretty well 31 26 and they blew out the chiefs 31 9 the Washington football team, though, yeah, they they uh, had a bit of trouble. They uh, It was a very close game. I believe it was 27-23 at a point. I'm not sure. I might be wrong. I think it was 28-23. Um, but, yeah, it was a really fun game to watch, not going to lie. And uh, Bucks ended up winning, obviously, 31-23. And it was just a fun game to watch. And I was super happy when I saw uh, nicky get that contract. Um, so, so thank you all for joining and listening to another episode of the Waterboys podcast, episode five. We talked about a lot of good things today. Kyle Lowry trade to the West All-Stars to Danny Stimping for LeBron. Oh, wait, no, that's not part of the outro, is it? Um, And then we also talked about the Carson Wentz trade and the update and what's going on and just talking about Carson Wentz in general as a great football player, had a bad year, definitely can bounce back. Um, Join us next time on the podcast on Friday, where we're going to give Amon's top five way-too-early power rankings. And then we're just going to keep talking about football, basketball, you know, do what we do, have a good time. It's going to be Friday. It's going to be a banger. Amon's probably going to drink something, and he's going to go crazy, most probably mineral water. Yes, sir. Um, thank you all for listening. Um, If you haven't already, go check out our Instagram page on Insta at waterboys underscore podcast. And give us a follow. We're trying to shoot for 100 by the end of this month. Or by the way, be that 100 person. You can make it. You can make a difference. All right? Have a good day, and be great.
2: Peace. Peace.